another year is coming to a close is another age. I'm Vox, an informed Jack who tells tales, and this is The Signal. The Steadfast is a land of monarchies, with few exceptions. But one of those exceptions is a city-state which is a community rife with opportunity. If you can hear me, take note. This broadcast is for and about Ayan, the Malavian city of merchants or city of beggars. You must make sure this information reaches Ayan if you're in Ayan. Listen closely. Orilla, the cosmopolitan trade city, may be the unofficial capital of Malave, but Ayan is the city where the battle for the heart of the region may be underway. Ayan is not one, but two cities, superimposed one on the other. Not by any Numenera or dimensional shift, but by the wealth and standing of the people. For some, the city of merchants is a place of majestic estates, bustling trade, beautiful plazas, and a whirlwind of social events. For others, the city of beggars is a filthy maze of slums and warehouses filled with thieves, beggars, and scum. Both of these groups are correct, and both of these groups are at war with one another. One side is led by the wealthy oligarchy that has long held the reins of commerce in Ion. The other by the powerful criminals in charge of Ion's underworld, such as the Beggar Queen. And for those willing to pick a side, there is endless opportunity for intrigue, adventure, and discovery. The obvious path to success in Ion is to prove your worth to a wealthy patron. Families like the Hostavins and the Prolentes often hire capable freelancers and retainers to serve their interests, and they are generous to those who please them. Food, board, and many expenses can be easily provided for, and for those who stand out, they may find themselves rubbing shoulders with the elite and perhaps even being accepted into their number. But be aware that you are as likely to be caught up in the inter-family rivalries as you are in securing their position against dissidents who seek to end the Senate's grip on power in the city. You could also, however, side with the poor. Perhaps you are an idealist or a revolutionary, seeing value in helping raise up the destitute masses rather than fighting to keep them down. You could easily earn a position in the organization of the Beggar Queen. Hers is the most widespread in the city. But gangs like the Warren Runners or even unions like the Caravan Labor Association also wield clout amongst the poorest parts of the city. They may not be able to offer you some of the more tangible rewards of the oligarchs, but they can offer you safety, a network of information, and plenty of moral support for the cause you've chosen. Just know that no matter which side you pick, you will be siding with both heroes and monsters. Ion is a city filled with shades of grey. There are a few other major players at work in Ion with interests that intersect with elements within the city, but whose agendas may not be in the best interests of the community. One is the Order of Truth. If there's one thing the Amber Papacy likes even more than the Numenera, it is a strong, stable monarchy. And a prominent republic in their dominion, the Steadfast, is something they simply cannot tolerate. For decades, they've been working hard to undermine the oligarchy in Ion through clandestine support of elements like the Beggar Queen. Where did you think her three terrible lieutenants came from? Or the Warren Runners, 
who just happened to have Numenera devices that let them navigate unerringly through the tunnels and slums of the Undercity. Angulan Knights are also active in the underworld of Ion, ostensibly to help the weak and defenseless and just conveniently working to further the aims of the Order of Truth in the region. Of course, the Angulan Knights are a totally separate entity, so that is purely coincidence. If the Order of Truth is heavily invested in the fate of the region, you can be sure our dear friends in the Convergence have an interest in it too. They have many supporters, and indeed members, among the upper echelons of Ion society. This shouldn't come as a surprise, as many of the oligarch families share very similar ideological ties to the Convergence, one of power and prestige at any cost. Certainly we can't forget Tarvesh, the Malavian warlord. A bit of an enigma, that one. Does he have support from the Amber Pope, the Jagged Dream, or somebody else entirely? One thing we do know is he seeks to build a strong Malave, one that can retain its independence from a Pytheron Empire that is once again a rising power in the Southern Steadfast. And his strong Malave, of course, can't exist without him as its supreme leader. Can one of the realm's most important cities remain independent in his Malave? Most certainly not. Oh, and let's not pretend the Pytheron Empire itself doesn't have agents and agitators at work in Ion. Promises of nobility and power to certain oligarchs have given them potent allies in a city that could soon become the first step in reconquering a realm that was once part of their domain. There are other rumors in Ion. No one knows who owns a particular warehouse on the east side, the one locals call the Hothouse? It is thoroughly sealed shut, and the walls are warm to the touch. There's much speculation about what might be inside. One of the most powerful families in Ion is the Prolenti family, and rumors say that's because the little-seen youngest daughter of the current matriarch is a nano with the power to see and perhaps even manipulate probability. Several of the interests in Ion would like to find out if this rumor is true, and perhaps obtain the young woman for their own purposes. The personal guards of the oligarch families have seen the mutilated bodies, and the underworld muscle are beginning to ask questions about the grotesque murders. The deaths have no rhyme or reason, at least none that is comprehensible to anyone but the Slidikin who lurks in the Undercity. The signal strength is wavering. To the people of Ion, take care, and be sure who or what interests you're supporting. To everyone else who can hear me, keep listening. I'll be back with more tales from the steadfast and the beyond, and perhaps soon, from even farther. You won't believe some of what is afoot in the lands of the Gaians, or in the realm of the Red Gods, or across the sea, or even in the frozen south. Until then, Yay to see, Numenera Hunters. I'm Vox, end signal. Numenera is a role-playing game written and designed by Monty Cook. Numenera The Signal is a podcast written and produced by Scott C. Bourgeois. The Signal theme song is The Complex by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. If you have a tale reporter story you'd like to share, you can reach Vox through Twitter at VoxJack or online at VoxJack at gmail.com.